0: Have to burp myself, please.
1: <laughs>
0: it works, still works.
1: I feel like you burped the back.
0: No, I can't go front or back. Lord knows. <laughs> side to side. It's I'm like I'm like the wonka
1: You are the wonka <laughs> I'm
0: gonna be that for Halloween. <laughs> and backways.
1: We're gonna be the Wonkabator in like assless
0: (laughs) chaps. Sexy Wonkabator. Well, that's implying the Wonkabator wasn't sexy. (laughs) It was see through. If I, if I was the Wonkabator, what would you be? I would be the (laughs) golden egg.
1: It would be every Oompa, Oompa, Oompa. Loompa. All <laughs> <laughs> It would have like the dolls on the pole. <laughs> <laughs> <His Oompa.
0: laughs> oh, God. What could Matt be? <laughs> Mike TV. Or just like the chocolate bar. The tunnel that holds the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> this group stuck in it. <laughs> That is perfect. I'm obsessed with that. What are you going to be? An obscure object from Willy Wonka. What are you going to be?
1: The bed, the fan, but they almost <laughs> <put> the <bed. laughs> Grandma Joe's
0: bed. Yeah. The boat. The boat and you'd have to have a screen. <laughs> yes. yes. Tony can be Um, he can be Willy Wonka. (laughs) He can be be Willy Wonka. Fine. Fine. If that's what
1: you want. We would, he didn't, he
0: did not even ask for this. He's not even here. But like, he, like we would make him Willy Wonka. He would be Willy Wonka. What about Joey?
1: Joey would be Augustus Gloop and like be baby Bjorn on the mat. (laughs)
0: The thought, of Joey. Oh, blonde, blue eyed <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Baby B We're back. And deader than ever. I'm Kelly. I'm Tamra. And this is Goo <laughs> Hi. Uh, you know, I have realized that we forgot in our episode, so we've totally abandoned. What? Why do we care? Why do we? Why are we scared? Correct. I cannot remember the last time we did that. I. We've kept so much,
1: you know. We give them the old razzle dazzle. <laughs>
0: um,
1: why do you care? Why are we scared? You're asking the big questions here. Um. Okay, why do we care? I care about this episode so much because we tried to record and it did not work. And it's sad because it was such a good episode. Mm. So last week, the lovely people at home did not get to hear our beautiful banter. The super scary stories, which honestly works out for well for us.
0: Yeah, we have some now we're like able to plan things out better. Yeah, because it was so scary.
1: Yeah that we're actually going deeper, which I'm not horribly upset about but um, <laughs> that's why that's why I care. Um,
0: and that's why you're scared as well. That very well. <laughs> why do I care about this episode? It's because I had the scary stories. yeah and it was so tragic. That they're gone, yeah. but not forever, because they're coming back. Ooh. So how, how have you been? So how have I been? How have I been? I you know. went to Minnesota.
1: <gasps> yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, I went to Minnesota, now two weeks ago. Um, went to a festival there and got wildly too high. Mm. Um, had a magical experience with adult substances, and I... Definitely thought I was going to die. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, the person I went with also took too much of the adult substances, and we just lost it, man. Like, we were fine. Everything mm. was good. Like, but, you were um, safe. We were so safe, and it was honestly the perfect conditions because we were A, in Minnesota. Um, so, like, <laughs> ideal, very nice there for no reason. And then it was empty. So, no one really cared that we were standing around, losing our mind. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Um, So, we've done this before, and we only took, like, one piece. It came in a chocolate bar. Mm. And we only took one piece, and it, we didn't feel anything. Like, we were like, oh, I don't really feel anything. Blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah,
0: I'm, like, not to cut you <laughs> off. I'm just thinking about, like, I feel like people have said it depends on... Your size, your metabolism, if you've eaten, yeah. like, a lot of different factors. I think that's the problem in general with, like,
1: edibles and stuff, right? But, mm-hmm. um, so instead of one, I took three. <laughs> you said triple it. I said, why not? Then they took four. Because
0: you were looking to have, like, an actual magical experience. Not, like, no, a, a feeling babe. good. Oh, babe. I
1: was looking to feel good. <laughs> you felt bad I felt extremely horrible for a lot of the time Fuck. so yeah we um we took it and then we were late classic me and so we were like we, uh, we didn't run but we walked briskly over to the concert venue and then I kind of forgot that we took it so we had nosebleeds of course and it was in the baseball stadium there of course yeah I don't pay like I'm taking the cheap seats it's a concert you're, you're gonna hear the sound no matter where you're at heard um, but it's actually different. It's very different. It's not true. <laughs> so we were up in the nosebleeds and like, I guess I started to get like how it kind of feels if like I have a bad like sinus infection. Like it was kind of feeling like draining and stuff. I couldn't stop yawning. And I was like, I don't know why I'm like so mm. tired right now. And the guy that was playing was just like it whamming on the bar on the um, guitar. And it just was like really making me not happy. It was
0: overstimulating.
1: Yeah, and so I turned my head to talk to the person I was with, and like all of a sudden the world just like slowed. Whoa,
0: Damn. <laughs> and oh I was yeah. Like,
1: I think it's hitting me.
0: Cause I've been there, obviously with like an edible. Yeah. Like THC. Yeah. Cause when I get t- when I take too much THC, oh, I've taken too much now. <laughs> there are two. I told you. Fuck.
1: Was gonna be a story before we knew it.
0: Um. Because when I've taken too much and yeah. indulged too greatly, yeah. I start uh, talking to dead relatives. And it's rough.
1: Wait, for real? Like you Kinda. can see them? Yeah. Oh, we're going to go back to that. I'm going to finish up my story okay. really quick and then we're definitely going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I've never known that. Right. Uh, oh. So anyway, yeah. We we had, they were, um, God, you really distracted me. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, I'm very excited. Um So we took too much, and then I looked in the mirror when I went to the bathroom, and that was a mistake. Don't do that. Looked at the ground, it started moving, and I was like, okay, I think we're okay. (laughs) I think we're okay. (laughs) I was like, I literally, so because the seats are like looking down onto the stadium, I was like, I literally need to get to solid ground. And like, went to like a platform and was holding on to the Mm. railing. And this guy um, comes over and he's like, do you guys want to go sit on the floor? And we were like-
0: He was like, let me save them. (laughs)
1: So he gave us floor seats, which is incredible. And I didn't get to properly process that until like five hours later when yeah. I was on the floor. And I was like, how do we get these seats? <laughs> but no. So we found different places to stand. We found that concrete, a solid concrete, was exactly a what slab. we needed. Yes. I was like, this is my safety zone. The person that I was with was like, we need to find where our, where our souls need to hover. We need to be each other's spirit guides. And I was like, okay can we hover at this concrete pillar? <laughs> and he was like, "Perfect." I was like, "This is where I feel safest right now." And they're like, "No, we unfortunately, this is temporary." <laughs> I was like, "Okay. Oh, fuck. Safety is temporary." The funniest, I'll tell you the funniest. So, it lasted, they googled Will I ever be okay again, basically? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone all the time. On literally, any drug. <laughs> like, am I going to die? Like, is my brain going to be stuck like this forever? Does it
1: stop ever? <laughs> so, it said, like, for the amount that we took, it should be, like, just three hours. And we are like, okay, we can survive three hours. Yeah. That's fine. I've never had a longer three hours in my life. I feel like I was in the stadium for days.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That happens to you, though. That's a common occurrence. That yeah. time gets really fucked up for yeah. you. Yeah 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 that's me. That's Mr. Time, man. Mr.
1: Time is an illusionist and I love a good illusion. <laughs> <laughs> you fall for its tricks every time. So um God, what was I oh the funniest part was when it was happening, it was that roller coaster feeling of like you have no control, like it's happening to you now. Mm. And I was like, I don't want I don't want this to like I don't want this inside yeah. me anymore and stuff like that. And they literally turned to me and they had like a very stiff jaw, like wasn't really I can't, like, describe yeah. it. Yeah. And so, like, like kind this. of, yeah. And throughout the time, like, my thing was, <clears throat> my fear was that I was dying, of course. And their fear was that they would be perceived.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anybody looking at me.
1: Exactly. I don't want, I want anyone to look at me. I don't want you to run off and, and talk to people because then I'll have to talk to people.
0: Because <laughs> then they're going to know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or, like, I'll just have to speak. I'll have to interact. Oh, okay.
0: So um like were they not even able to form sentences?
1: They were forming sentences and having conversations in their head. I could fully see it and then mm. I'd be like, What? And they'd be like, We're talking too much. <laughs> what you haven't spoken to me <laughs> in like Adam, twenty minutes. Who's weak? <laughs> I haven't said a word for this entire He's set. like, Shut up, you're killing me. He's <laughs> like so, Kelly, they will know. <laughs> And I'm like, no one is around. <laughs> we're in the bathroom right now. Oh, my God. No, so at one point, yeah, I was like, I don't want this inside me. And it was right away. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. And they, like, did the little thing where they, like, kind of mouthed something. And I was like, what? And they are like, it's inside of you. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the drugs. Oh. Their response, their comforting response to I don't want this inside of me and I don't want to do this anymore was – It's inside of you
0: now. (laughs) Okay. 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 Okay, You're like trying to find the deeper message.
1: (laughs) This was like the deeper messages were fucked.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) that you got to ride it out now, babe. Yeah,
1: it was horrible. It was it was really funny, and I think like 20 times I was like, "This is the worst of it. We've definitely peaked." (laughs) I was wrong. I was wrong every time. So, up until um, about the second to last set, I think there were five, we were situated against concrete and we were just...
0: Um, concrete was your savior.
1: It was. And yeah, so in normal, like, baseball stadiums where I've been to concerts, they're very mm. much like, go to your seat.
0: Mm.
1: No one said that. Like, we ran into a guy and he was like, finally, you guys move." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, are you okay? <laughs> so, it was really funny. Um yeah, and we were fine by the second... Well, we were definitely still high the whole time, but, like...
0: Even when you skedaddled home?
1: um, Probably, but, like, it was so much better than what we had been all day that it was, like, this is fine. This okay. is probably what we were aiming to be at, really.
0: So, like, how much time did, did it feel like had passed?
1: I honestly felt like it was eight hours, but realistically it was, like, from three to six, probably. Whoa. Like, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., yeah. so it was three hours. yeah. And I felt like, you know, because, like, I was standing against the wall, like, pushing myself against the wall. Like, feel the concrete. You're safe. Full of wall, Like, my knees hurt so bad by the end of the night. Like, we didn't sit down at all either because we finally went to the floor when we were feeling better. you have arthritis? Yeah, I do. My knees are old lady knees. Yeah. It's, no. <laughs> well. It's a counter. When you were. I still am. <laughs> but, um. The funniest thing that happened is we were feeling a little better, um, and so we hadn't eaten since breakfast, and, like, he, they and they were still, like, clenching their jaw, and I was mm. like, okay, well, we can't get, a, like, a lollipop here, but we can get ice cream, so we went up to get ice cream, and we were both like,
0: I think we're coming down from it, like, I think we're, we're normalizing, um, but that's not a common thing for that it's not but i
1: think it it's was like just stress like tension yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: because yeah. it's not like they
1: were like grinding or their like teeth. shaking their jaw yeah They're i know. it was very much it was just clenched and they were like doing that a lot like mm. cleaning their gums almost
0: like a nervous thing yeah, yeah
1: exactly i think it was just like a coping mechanism when you're at
0: your most anxious that's what you're doing exactly now i know
1: now i know the warning stuff. yeah 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 <laughs> but um it was really funny because uh, we got ice cream and I got a cone and they got like a root beer float. And it was my bad for saying like, try this in front of another human, knowing the state we were in. <laughs> but it just like tasted so good. I was mm. like, oh my God, you have to try this. Haven't paid in front yet. of the cashier. In front of the cashier. There's a line behind us. There's a guy that was like, I don't know if it's because we were high and we looked high or if it's because mm. we were the sexiest people in the state. It, probably both. Because literally, I think I told you this, but, like, we are Minnesota 20s. Like, and I've never felt better
0: <laughs> in my life. But you'd have to be in Minnesota.
1: For sure. No, there are there are positives and negatives. The negative is that you are, are in, Minnesota. in Minnesota. But for, like, a little weekend, like, ego boost, I encourage everyone to go to Minnesota. You will be the hottest person there. I don't know what you look like. You will be the hottest person <laughs> there. <laughs> but, um... So we were in line, or we got the ice cream, and the guy was just kind of standing, like, hovering, staring at Mm. us. And then the cashier was like, okay, and ringing it up. And I was like, oh, my God, you have to try this. This tastes incredible. And they literally, like, went to go lick it and hovered for half a second right above, like, the ice cream, chomped it, chomped it with their (laughs) little teepers. (laughs) I literally... (laughs) Have a picture of the ice cream. With oh my god, the two no, I have marks. to see it. I'll show
0: you. Literally, it was like a sneak attack. I wonder if they remember having the intrusive thought.
1: We died wow. laughing. And we were like, okay, we should probably just like pay. <laughs> You're like, why the fuck would you bite? That? No, I was just laughing so hard and the cashier didn't know what to do. She was just like, it's gonna be like 17 dollars
0: <laughs> for that nibble. For that nibble. <laughs> Nibble of the ice cream. For the listeners at home, it literally looks like, you remember when Squidward took the bite of the Krabby Patty? <laughs> literally. <laughs> it's literally that.
1: That's exactly what it was, <laughs> except very quick. <laughs> So yeah, we but you had, had a good fun. time. We, it was so good. Again, like the thing was so over or so undersold. We literally got floor seats, <laughs> like which was great. Nice wide open space mm-hmm. a- away from the rooftops, which mm-hmm. was <laughs> not helping me. Um, no one cared that we weren't sitting in our seats. It was a really really chill. Yeah, for the for what we did to ourselves, the stupid act we had, mm-hmm. it was perfect case scenario. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Because worst case scenario, you're at Soldier Field, and you're at, like, a Metallica concert. Right,
1: Metallica, shoulder to shoulder, like, can't get up, can't move. It's I would have gone to sleep. I would have gone home.
0: I wouldn't have made it down the... The Soldier Field nosebleeds are 90 degrees. Yeah, no,
1: I don't know yeah, what I would have done.
0: I would have had to sit on my butt. It
1: was so hard because, like, having my eyes open was bad, but closing them was the Worse. Worst. Because then, that's the problem with the nosebleeds. It was, like, so easy to pay attention to.
0: How high you are. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Literally and figuratively.
1: <laughs> it was fun. I would do it again. I would definitely
0: prefer a spirit guy. Someone who's not.
1: Yeah, I think that was the problem, right? I mean, we did a really good job of helping each other when we needed it. Like I said, my thing was I was going to die, so they very much, like, if they did the thing where they were talking and I was like, what? And they like didn't want to talk or anything, they'd be like, You're doing great. You're doing, you're, you're mm. doing amazing. I'd be like, okay, great, thank you. And my thing was like, since they were afraid I was gonna run off, I just like would touch them and be like, I'm accounted for. And so I did that throughout like the whole time. And they were like,
0: You didn't, thank you. you were not gonna run off.
1: I was like, I never wanna leave, first of all, this concrete slab, second of all, you, like yeah.
0: <laughs> If my nightmare th- is that i'm out there alone my
1: <laughs> nightmare is you walk away and i have to fend for myself <laughs> i would I sit down away
0: <laughs> i would just sit in a chair and just wait and just not even look at my phone just like sit
1: i just like didn't know what to they went to the bathroom and i literally like wandered for a second i was like i actually can't be alone no. because i will wander off <laughs> oh really yeah <laughs> i did i made friends in the bathroom
0: Oh, but that's normal. Their
1: fears weren't unwarranted. It's just, like, at the time they were afraid of it, I couldn't even, like, look up. So mm-hmm. it's, like, you don't have to worry about that right now.
0: Yay. <laughs> but did you feel like you were, like, falling?
1: I felt like I was, like, you know, the feeling of, like, passing out, like, where you're getting a head rush? It was that, that the whole time. Mm-hmm. It did come in waves, though. So, like, I got... There was, like, that feeling that was mixed with nausea. And then, like, right after that, it was, like, body tingles and very numb and fun. And I was like, okay, I can handle this. And then it, like, would be the, like, yawning and stuff. And that's how I knew the bad wave was coming. (laughs) So. Because that's the difference, right? Like, THC is very much, like, you're high and you're riding it. And then it comes down. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how it works. What I did, it comes in waves. Mm.
0: It ebbs and flows. Are you kidding? Is it a thunderstorm? This would be the third time that we've been...
1: Wait, waiting. are the sirens going on?
0: <gasps> what? It's actually like, look it.
1: Yeah, there's supposed to be like severe thunderstorms tonight.
0: Every time.
1: It's something about our spooky... Oh my God, we're talking about spooky stuff? Mm. Shall we conjure? Nope.
0: No. No, no, no. Never. I was just kidding.
1: Yeah. I love that. I Me love too. the thunder.
0: And there's also like light. That's how I knew. It's like, <sighs> I wish. I wish um, I could see yeah, there is one specific memory I have of, so normally at this, at that point, I could take like 30 milligrams Damn. and feel high as a kite and totally fine and normal. Really? But like, high, like not losing my grip on reality high.
1: Okay. Okay. You like know? me in the, in our camping Yeah, like scenario. you off of
0: a 10, which it's <laughs> me off of like 30. <laughs> and that was at the beginning of your journey. That's probably different now.
1: I don't know. Remember literally when we went to the cabin?
0: That's different. We were consistently ago. smoking. Yeah. There was a, it was a while ago. I ordered like a Valentine's Day kit from so our, the person that we purchased things from. Yeah. yeah. And one of them, it was like, one of them was like 100 milligrams, but it was two separate gummies. So it was like 50 and 50. And you like have to like bite half.
1: Was it a big gummy? No. It was just like a little gummy bear?
0: It was like, Maybe the size of a nickel.
1: That's 50 milligrams? Yes. Oh, my so, God. That's so dangerous.
0: Well, it was in a 100-milligram pack, and it was 50 and 50. And we were, at that point, again, like I was saying, Take, I'm talking about me and my partner, we were taking, like, 30. Yeah. And we are like, it's Valentine's Day.
1: Let's get a little crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, the last time we took 30, it was fine. But this one was not from a dispensary. Oh, okay. And okay. we didn't know, like, think about that. It was right. from... California. Yeah. And things are different over there.
1: Things are different.
0: Um, and things are. Medical regulated. grade. Well, I mean, even the dispensaries out here, it's different than the dispensaries out here. Yeah. It's like the regulations are a lot less. Yeah. Um, and we both got <laughs> so high that you, like, my partner had to really, like, maintain stability because I was weeping. I was, like, time traveling. <laughs> I was literally, at, no. yes, and I was describing it in, like, exact detail. It was wild. We were at a, like, in, I was time traveling, and you were, like, trying to, like, not time travel with me. You're like, I don't want to go there. And I wasn't trying to get you to go there either. My partner is sitting right next to me. Um, I was literally, like, at a, the, it was like I was 10 again, like, I was having a memory from being in my very childhood home at, like, a Sunday dinner, and it's, like, summer, and the the screen door was open, and, like, all my family was sitting at the table, and I, like, was literally recalling, like, the details of a deep memory that I've, I don't, I didn't remember having. Yeah. Um, and that lasted for three hours.
1: You were at that kitchen table no, for three it, hours? I
0: wasn't, time started getting a little bit patchy, and I went, I'm going to get too high. And they were like, I'm already too high. What do you mean you're going to get too high? So, no, I'm saying, like, we, after we took it. Yeah. About 40 minutes passed, because yeah. you have to wait a little bit. Yeah. And time, it was, I was already at like a 30 milligram high. Yeah.
1: Which would, like, this isn't the good. peak
0: of a 30 milligram high for me back then. Yeah. And I turned to my partner, I was like, I'm gonna, I, I know that I'm gonna get too high. I know this is not the end for me. Yeah. And it's gonna get ugly. And they were like, I'm already too high. So <laughs> I'm we, already there. Yeah, we sat on the couch, and then it, it peaks for, like, an hour oh and some God. change, and that's how long I was at the dinner table describing my life.
1: Oh, my God. Like, time
0: was passing at with me at the dinner table.
1: That's horrifying.
0: It was it was scary when it was happening, and then after it was done, it wasn't bad. I wasn't even able to enjoy the come down, because sometimes whenever you're just, like, coming down off an edible, you're like, I'm just giggly still. I'm getting yeah. a little sleepy. I was like, it's going to happen again. Like, it gave me, like... So then, from then on, we didn't have edibles for a long time, because I was, like, <laughs> scared. Sure. And then... I mean, now we only ever, ever take, like, a 20 milligram, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was one of, like, the scary... It was scary in the moment. Yeah. Because I was experiencing it, but, like, as I was coming down, I was like, that wasn't honestly not that bad. It was just, like, horrifying then. For sure. Yeah.
1: How did they, like, what was their experience They were, like?
0: um, I, from what I've been told, freaking out the whole time, but can't, couldn't openly freak out because I was freaking out. Like, right. I was literally, like, crying um, so they were like, I think freaking out and also asking me grounding questions.
1: That's a really tough position to be in.
0: <laughs> yeah. But they're very, they were, they were so good. And then I remember when I finally, we were d- well, like down, down, I was like, how did you do that? Like, you were not that high. And they were like, I was literally so high. I was having a panic attack. But I was also like, you were ground, they were grounding themselves yeah. by also being like, okay, I, and is it dark outside? Like asking oh, me about like what's going nice. on. Yeah. So I also felt like I was like alive still. Yeah, yeah and you know, yeah, yeah. you. Yes. I was like, no one has ever died from weed. No one has ever died. But I might just like. I'm like, like it's gonna be me. <laughs> I'm gonna be the first person to fucking die from weed. I know that's the worst feeling. I. That's the worst it's ever been, and it's never been that bad ever again.
1: I think like so realistically, I don't think like my high at the concert was that bad, right? Like I don't think I was that bad of a high I think it's because I didn't know I didn't know what it was you know what I mean it wasn't like unfamiliar I, territory right it's not it wasn't weed so it's not like I know exactly what it's like to feel too high with weed yeah and so like I can prepare because it's gonna suck yeah but but at you least were, I know it, it you were too
0: a, high but you hadn't been too high with that substance exactly and so like
1: I didn't know what the peak of too high with this substance was. Yeah. I didn't know. And because it is more of a hallucinogenic, I was like, I don't, it could go much further. You know what I mean? Of course. And so I didn't know. It wasn't, there was no comfort. It was like, I literally have no idea what's going to happen.
0: And we <laughs> only get horror stories, like, whenever I mean, even from fucking dare, like the horror stories of like, you could get stuck there forever.
1: I literally never knew that and so I'm glad I didn't know that. It's not real. <laughs> it's like that's
0: it's that they're talking about LSD. Yeah. Like taking too big of a tab.
1: I was really I was really lucky with the person that I was at that our waves seemed to be unsynced. Like okay. mine hit first and then as I was like, I don't like this, they were like, and now I'm getting very hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. when we were at the worst, we were able to at least like kind of do that, like kind of ground each other, and then we were like, actually. I'm gonna have to go to the concrete right now. Yeah, But yeah, you're yeah. doing fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, let's walk to the concrete before I start having a pain.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm yawning right
0: now. So let's get to concrete.
1: <laughs> oh my God, literal thunderstorm happening yeah, right now. Yeah, so I love that. this
0: is the third time that we've been in Matt and Kelly's house um, in a month. And it has tornado thunderstormed every single time. Yeah. Very Weirdly. Um, we have not, yeah, I was gonna say, we didn't talk about the coffee yet. <laughs>
1: Give us the rundown of where you got it from. So
0: this is a coffee shop. that It's like a Guatemalan coffee shop um, in Chicago. It's on Belmont. It's called Cultura Cafe. And this is, I have said it before on the pod, my favorite horchot lot. It's so good. It's so unbelievable. This little Guatemalan lady, she puts her pussy in this drink every time. It's incredible. Literally dunks it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> More please. <laughs> Dunk it twice. Is so good.
1: It's because mm. horchata, I feel like a lot of horchata lattes that I've had specifically by like,
0: you know, the White Girl Cafes, mm-hmm. like it's
1: very cinnamon milk.
0: Yeah, it's not actually like I you can taste the espresso. <laughs> Matt's like, hell yeah. <laughs> Give me cinnamon some of that cinnamon milk. <laughs> <laughs> cinnamon milk. Cinnamon milk. Not me. No. This tastes like espresso. And it's like cinnamon the, and like condensed milk. You can like taste everything. Raw cinnamon, you know. It's not like that. She like, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she uh has it like in a shaker. It's like yeah. chunky.
1: It's not like the um like cinnamon sugar, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like or the pumps from uh Starbucks.
0: Even if it was cinnamon sugar, wherever you're in the cinnamon lady, and they also um sell the best emp- empanadas I've ever had in my life. That's all, That's not a joke at all. We say that all the time. It's they're so motherfucking good. Our favorites are the guava mm. empanada. It's like if a croissant <laughs> was also an empanada. Mm. Um, and I also like the savory one of like it's like chicken and chorizo and like potato. Oh my god, So fucking so good. good.
1: I love love savory. They're empanadas. so buttery. I don't think I've actually had like a um, sweet sweet empanada. Oh my god, I'll have to try one.
0: From this, Fully we should get them again. Up, and get it's it again. so good. And they have a Nutella latte. They have... Um that's...
1: Ladies and gentlemen of the pod, that's how good this horchata is. We, were, we recorded last week and we reviewed this coffee shop and they accidentally mm-hmm. gave us two horchata lattes, whereas Tamara was going to get the horchata. I was going to get the Nutella so we could give a little flavors. And I know Nutella was ordered this time because the horchata is so good.
0: I, I'm not kidding. Like, I, I wish more people, and I'm glad nobody knows, but I'm also, like, sad nobody knows. Right. This fucking coffee shop, and I don't even think they market themselves as, like, a coffee shop. It's, like, a Wi-Fi internet cafe. Incredible. Like, so inconspicuous. <laughs> Green Day went there. They have an award from, like, Time Out magazine. <gasps> really? That, yeah, like, when Green Day was touring there, they went all the way out to fucking, it's, like, uh, Avondale still, I think. And um, they, like... Like traveled intentionally all the way over there for them. Oh my god! Them, I'm telling you, the empanadas are unreal. Okay, They're I'll unreal. Get the next And there's time. only I, I. The busiest it's ever been when I've gone in there, which concerns me because I'm like, I hope they stick around. Has there's only ever been like ten people max every oh, wow. time I've ever been in there.
1: That is nice for lines, but you do want them. To I there. know.
0: So guys, go if you're a Chicagoan or you know within like 45 minutes of Chicago. It's literally worth it. It's so fucking good. What's the name again? Cool. Cultura Cafe or Cultura Cafe. Mm. They're so good. Oh my God! Yeah. And it's just like this lady and her kid.
1: Oh my God! And I'm she's whipping it up. Mm, mm, mm,
0: it's mm, mm. so
1: good. It's incredible. Okay, so go. <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off, but go. World, oh. okay. go. Okay. No, 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 no! Not you. Go. Oh, I was like the world, the listeners. Hard need transition. To
0: <laughs> hard, aggressive. I'm unwelcome. <laughs> Illinois General Hospital for the Insane. I was like, I'm gonna What the fuck? No, I No, but literally go, go to Cultura. No, yeah, like
1: go right now. I'll see you there.
0: <laughs> Last week when I was doing research for the episode which mm-hmm. you'll hear about in the coming months. Um,
1: Yo, guys, just so you know, like it was really fucking scary. It was like, so scary. I had goosebumps for an hour straight. And then and then you guys just left. And <laughs> I was like, and now I'm alone.
0: <laughs> and I just heard about the scariest shit I've ever heard.
1: I'll be haunted by ghosts tonight.
0: Children. Stop. Okay.
1: Okay, go ahead. You were doing the... Re-
0: we were cleaning out. So, like, there's a huge storage closet space thing that used to be a classroom that like we cleaned out because um, they like put a wall in between, we have a window, it's a whole thing. We cleaned it out so that we can have that as our new office space. Our office space used to be shared and to like maximize space in the school, we're like we'll clean it out, we'll reorganize everything, we'll figure it out. For sure, for sure, for sure. And my boss was there and um, my partner came to help us move this like big humongous fucking file cabinet that was originally full of just like uh, random shit and we wanted it to be flush with the wall. So I was pushing it, Maria showed up, and then we pushed it together, and it was great. My boss was, um, I don't want to mention her by name, but she was, like, uh, moving more stuff out, and she was also, she had a lot to, sh- to do on the computer. She had done the majority of it the day before. Like, I don't want to paint her as lazy. Um, she was going to leave, and we were all going to leave basically at the same time. And I was like, hey, when you find your phone, because she had lost her phone, she had been looking for her phone for, like, she hadn't had it since, like, 11 o'clock. I know. And I said, when you find your phone, clock me out because I, I can't clock out with the desktop because things were really moved, out, moved okay. around. Um, and so she went to go to her gym class and she's like, it's not in my car. I don't know where the fuck my phone is. She came back in to look for her shit. I get a call probably about 30 minutes after we left um, from her and I answer the phone and I'm like, oh, you found it. And she goes, Bitch. No. Whenever it starts with bitch, something horrible no, and happens. I love it. <laughs> and I went, What? And she was like, Can you guess where my phone was? And I said, um, in your purse. Because her purse is an endless pit. <laughs> it's crazy. Um and she said, No, it was in the file cabinet, underneath a stack of books. Shut up. There are so many reasons that should not have happened. One. She had not been in the room with the file cabinet, except like the doorway. The books that I put in there, I put in there. Like I put all the books in there by hand that day. It was
1: underneath the A books stack of books. That you and you would have seen the phone.
0: So she told Ew. Me, Ew. She told me her phone was at 1% when she found it, and that if it had not had any charge, she would never have found it. Because that, th- that storage cabinet is to be closed because it has all this stuff that's not even ours. Like, we reorganized everything and put these uh, basic music books in there so that they had somewhere to go. And it was like, okay, that's it. Like, we're done now. So if she had not had any kind of battery on her phone, we would have been fucked. Like, she would have been fucked. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, she's like, I, was, I did the f- thing with her. She did the thing with her iPhone that you can do. Oh, yeah, Where it's like, find yeah. my phone. yeah. And it was dinging. And she goes, where the fuck is it? And she said, she had Ew. to go. And by the way, the file cabinet is not in the office. It's in a closet in the office. No. So, And it's huge. It's taller than both of you. Like, Where's it's, the
1: office?
0: Um, it's on the ground floor. So the ground floor oh. also has <laughs> random doors everywhere that during the school year are not open. Like there's no, you, they, I mean it's not open because a kid could definitely go in there and like, suck a vape like <laughs> they're, and they're endless and even though you feel like you're in the basement because really you're on the ground floor and like all of the actions on the top two floors yeah you're not because there's more and more and more and doors that go i mean this is an old chicago school so the humongous boilers that are down there like they look like submarines are so big yeah. um yeah so it gets kind of spooky And, yeah, she said that, she's like, I heard it beeping from inside the file cabinet underneath a pile of books.
1: That is wild.
0: Yeah, and I went, oh, my God, that's a ghost. Ghost, ghost, ghost city, ghost city, ghost city. (laughs) And she was just laughing because she also knows that I, like, definitely believe in ghosts. She does, too. Yeah? Yeah. I won't let her listen to the pod, though.
1: No? Mm -hmm. Why?
0: I won't let anybody from work listen to the pod.
1: That's so funny. That's fair. Okay, should we get into our local lore? Should I go first? Uh, I think I'll go
0: first. Yeah? Yeah. All yeah. right. Okay. Uh, so this
1: episode is local lore,
0: ladies and gents. And for my local lore, I did an asylum that's very well known in Illinois. It's called the Bartonville Asylum. Um, ghost hunters have been there. Um, ghost hunters? I, yeah, I also think Ghost Adventures has been there.
1: No, Ghost Hunters are my boys. I know, that's why I was
0: like, oh, look, Ghost Hunters! Every time I see them, I'm like Ghost Hunters have been
1: here. Ah, so and demons, it's your boy. <laughs> Not us. No, I mean, unfortunately, it is, and I don't like it. That's never what I wanted. <laughs> no, and and
0: we knew we'd get to that point where we're like, I literally hey. shopped for EMF songs. <laughs> For other day. what we want to go do, yeah. or for the anniversary, so. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> this asylum goes by multiple names. Oh, God. Is the, it still around? No, it was actually torn down in 2017. Perfect. So it went by the Illinois General Hospital for the Insane in 1902 and the Illinois Asylum for the Incurably Insane in. Also in 1902, but it's part of the Peoria State Hospital.
1: That's, like, really aggressive.
0: Yeah. But actually, um, it was established in 1895, and it didn't open its doors until 1902. The original structure that was built in 1897 could, be, could not be used due to a compromised foundation from abandoned mine shafts. So it was built above mine shafts. Right. <laughs> um, 33 buildings were built in a cottage system. So... They were built, and they, like, had connections into the shafts. No. But not, but not, like, for use, but they just did. You know what I mean?
1: That's horrible. I bet those little doctors were scurrying around below as they, like, pitchforked people.
0: Among the buildings... Icepick was what I was looking for. I'll kill ya. Among the buildings were a patient and caretaker housing, a store, a power station, and a communal utility building. The grounds consisted of 63 buildings, many of which were residential in nature and laid out in the traditional cottage plan, common for mental hospitals built in the early 20th century. The original main building was constructed on the Kirkbride plan. Ah, that plan. Very familiar with that. Obviously. (laughs) There are only 12 of the 63 buildings left standing, and as of July 1st, 2019, they're all occupied. So the asylum itself was torn down in 2017
1: but yeah (laughs) thank you for seeing my face i was like what do you (laughs) mean they're occupied
0: (laughs) (laughs) no they they are well as of 2019 the state cleared the land in 1897 and under the direction of superintendent george zeller began construction of a new hospital that opened in 1902 the Zeller called for a rededication of the hospital plan, housing patients in 33 individual cottage buildings with administrative, medical, and kitchen services centrally located. This cottage plan, also called the segregate plan, placed the old ideal of a singular self-contained asylum championed by Dr. Thomas Kirkbride in the 19th century with a campus that suggested free and open living for patients. So, this guy, Zeller allegedly, like, reinvented what it meant to be in an asylum. Like, he was like, they shouldn't be shackled, they should be free, like, they should... He was actually known to let them wander the grounds and, like, leave the land.
1: Okay, so <laughs> and we're, they pro-Zeller. Came back. Zeller. we're pro-Zeller. We're pro Yeah,
0: Yeah, um, and they came back. All okay. right. Yeah, so... Um, I like that. On February 10th... We don't like the hospital. The hospital began operations. Um, Patients at other hospitals that that were considered incurable were transferred to Bartonville. So other asylums if they had a patient that was severe enough they would be like fuck it and just send them straight to Bartonville. Okay.
1: To like get rid of them. I feel like Bartonville isn't good then.
0: Um we'll see. Yeah. To TB- be TBD. TBD. In 1927 the hospital had over 2000 patients, meaning it had 13,000 since it had opened. Shit. Notable patients include bookbinder who died in eight, 1910 no one knew his name because he was mute so mm. when they couldn't they asked him he couldn't say anything but he went by book because he used to work in a printing house
1: was he insane cuz he was mute like is that the standards back then like you're not you don't talk so you're insane it's i mean that's pretty much how it was yeah anything know, anything different yeah
0: it's definitely possible. Um, it's like he had a job and everything. Yeah, he and used to work like, in a... Oh, you don't oh, you're speak? Crazy person. <laughs> yeah, crazy. You're crazy girl. <laughs> crazy girl. Um, he eventually became the gravedigger of, of Bartonville.
1: <laughs> Actually, maybe I spoke too soon on his behalf.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and read um, the tale of the book finder.
1: I feel like you should have gone second. This sounds scary.
0: (laughs) There's a superstitious tale surrounding Old Book, is what they would call him, that is somewhat unusual amongst ghost stories in that it was reportedly witnessed by hundreds of people. Ew. The story goes that when Old Book died, his funeral was attended by hundreds of patients and staff members who had become witnesses to the ghostly phenomenon that was about to transpire. So... It's important to know that Old Book when he was a grave digger would dig the grave and go wait by this huge like monstrous elm tree and he would just like respectfully stand to the side. Um and when they were lowering caskets he would cry for them. Like wail for them. He was
1: Weep. a a wailer. Yeah, he was a what's it called? A banshee? Well, yeah. A keener, a keener. He would, yeah,
0: he would weep for them. He would like wail. So he was um, a gravedigger at the asylum. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: Okay. I don't like that, by the way.
0: <laughs> so, um, it was attended by hundreds of patients and staff members who became witnesses to the ghostly phenomenon that was about to transpire. As workers were attempting to lower what should have been a heavy casket. They discovered that it instead felt empty. Mm -mm. Suddenly, a crying sound echoed from the graveyard, elm, from the tree. And everyone in attendance turned and looked, including Dr. Zeller, who later detailed BookBinder and the surrounding events in in his diary. Shut up. He was like,
1: yo, today was fucked up.
0: (laughs) Dear diary, what the fuck (laughs) just happened to me? (laughs) I just witnessed an actual paranormal (laughs) event with hundreds of other people. He was like a a favorite um, amongst the staff. Yeah. They all claimed to have seen Old Book standing by the tree. They so believed it to be true that Zeller had the casket opened (gasps) to ensure that Old Book still lay inside. As the lid was opened, the crying stopped, and Old Book's corpse was found undisturbed in the coffin. Days passed, and the tree began to die Several of the ground's crewmen tried to remove the graveyard elm, or, as they called it, the crying tree. Ew. None of them were successful, citing the weeping emanating from the tree. One man even tried to cut it down with an axe, but when striking it on the side, terrible wailing would sound, as if Old Book himself was being chopped. Oh, my God. In later years, the elm was struck during a lightning storm, and finally gone.
1: I... Just had a massive, like, chill make me,
0: like, twitched. <laughs> the thought of, like, hitting the tree and you hear the scream crying. I just... Oh, God. I actually, like, got dry throat from that.
1: I'm so cold. <laughs> Nipples could cut glass. Old book. I was... I wonder when they, like, opened the casket, was it, like, heavy again? Ew, how gross. Yeah. Like, all the people there, like... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. His body was in it and the... and.
1: It, oh. Yeah that
0: undisturbed it felt light is what a lot of the stories like describe like feeling empty feeling light like nothing was in there Mm -hmm. and turning and then
1: that's so the doctor
0: who opened the fucking asylum said open it." it
1: Yeah, no, of course I mean Oh my god. I mean, I wonder if that changed his perspective on maybe a couple of people that were there. They're like, I can see dead people and he's like, You're crazy. And then he's Mitch, like, Bitch, oh, can you man, am- I was I about know. to say
0: oppositely, can you imagine being somebody who's like been admitted there and then the doctor who sees you said, Open the casket Like <laughs> right. I would be like, I'm the sane one. <laughs> You're like, he's lost it. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy oh my god that's disgusting so I have another um, sto- patient story from okay. somebody who was there her name is Rhoda Derry and she grew up in Illinois she was in love with a man named Charles Phoenix Charles' mom hated Rhoda and her family because they were known to be associated with witchcraft obviously Charles' mother forbade him to be with her obviously of course when his mom found out that he intended on marrying her she threatened to hex her. Very ironic.
1: Real ironic. Like, were they warring witch clans? Or was she just like, "Wow, there's only one fire yeah, against there's fire. There's only one Bob Rorman.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> not in my town.
0: I think that's what, the, it had to be like that's what her idea was. Like, if, that's, if she's a witch, then I have to hex her. So weird. I agree. I don't. I, that's not the route I would have taken. It's just like you have nothing to stand on then. No ground to stand on.
1: It's just like, I'd be like, okay, mom, like, you can't be my mom now because now you're a witch.
0: (laughs) You know, and this is the crucible all over again. (laughs) So because she was threatened by the mom, she began to feel like she grew a anxiety around witchcraft and she grew fearful and claimed to um, start having like hallucinations. Wait, was she a witch though?
1: Uh, Jury's out. Was she like, I've actually never done witchcraft. That mom is
0: crazy. Jury's out. Jury's out. Okay. Um, She claimed to have seen the devil himself frequently after this event with the mom. So maybe she did hex her. Like, what if the mom, like, what if Miss Phoenix hexed her and was like,
1: you know, whatever? What if the mom was like, a witch? Yeah, what if the mom was the witch? And she's just like, you can't marry that nasty-ass woman. She's a witch. You know, like, uh, yeah. anything. And the, like, then the guy was like, I don't really care. And she's like, well, now I have to be the witch.
0: She was sent to multiple hospitals and was deemed incurable. She was finally admitted, when she was finally admitted into a hospital, she became violent. As a result, she was very often restrained. Once she blinded herself after one of her episodes where she thought she was seeing the devil. Shut up. That's so scary. She was put inside of a Utica crib and shackled. A Utica crib is a, a human-sized trunk, like, a, like, a, like a, a trunk from old-timey days at For the sure. end of the bed. Yeah. But um, made out of a lot of rods so you can, like, still see inside there. Ew. And she was literally shackled inside of it and, like, kept in there until okay
1: she, what's his name zimmerman what's the guy? He,
0: that's not the hospital she was at zeller, oh it was she was at hospital. a different hospital okay. i was like Maybe um, he's not that great <laughs> no no her limbs grew weak and she got like really like she's it's documented there's pictures of her and like her in the utica crib um she was finally transferred to bartonville thank god and they had a really good relationship zeller and her yeah like he studied her a lot and she was very like accepting of him and let him like study her And that's where she spent her final days. So Mm -hmm. she did end up having a happy ending. Um, I also have a story from someone who went ghost hunting
1: Oh, fuck. Okay. So we're back on Zeller's side. That's so So scary.
0: I am also confused because sometimes they... I think they try to spin that this asylum was actually bad. And, like, people were getting uh waterboarded and yeah. shit. And like actually there's no real evidence about that.
1: Yeah. I mean that is common practice back at that time. They yeah, just but like all the nat not natural, but like all the common practices were just basically neglecting torture for
0: insane asylums. And it it wasn't at this one. Well that's good. You
1: ready? No. (laughs) You should have gone second.
0: (laughs) This is an account of my run-in with the paranormal when I was visiting a place called Bartonville Asylum in Illinois. I'm already cold. And this was from Reddit user Kronos (laughs) Dragon. This asylum is known for its mild supernatural activity, most notably the shadow people and the children.
1: A what? Why are there children?
0: Shadow people are not inherently dangerous, this person says, and often just pass right by. The children are a small group of child ghosties, some, of, some having names and others remaining anonymous. Interesting. So, like, people who, go, go, who went at the time ghost hunting here. This was nine years ago. Yeah. Um, when I visited, the tour group was trying to raise money and awareness to, of the asylum to help repair it and restore it because they, they were, like, um, trying to take it down. Yeah. The building itself is quite pretty It needs a lot of work to make it safe, um, enough to become a landmark of the city. I managed to gather up some cash to visit this place and offer my support for their project. Upon starting the tour, we we explored the main and second floors with very little activity, mostly just faint sounds of the building settling, water dripping from the pipes above. The whole place was cool and damp, with lots of mold and mildew on the ceilings and crumbling walls. Didn't smell bad, though, as you would normally associate with mildew. Um, No, it was actually quite a pleasant atmosphere. It smelled like fresh water and damp concrete. This is spooky. I honestly was a little skeptical when I first walked in and didn't feel any sort of dark presence normally associated with ghost stories. We walked to the top floor, skipping the third floor because it needed repairs and was unstable. The top floor was basically a giant attic, and from what I was told, it was a common place for the doctors and nurses to hang out. There were a few marked-off areas where the floorboards were questionably... We were questionably stable, but other than that, it was just cool and drafty. It wasn't long before a couple of us started to get a weird feeling in our stomachs, akin to a mild belly ache. We didn't think anything of it at first, but it started to get worse for one lady who stated that she wasn't feeling too well and would like to go back down. We all heard a mild distortion on the EMF readers, and it sounded almost like two women chatting. We decided that it was probably best to leave because they sounded rather upset already and we didn't want to cause any more stomach upset. We headed down to the belly of the asylum where the tour guide said she would introduce us to the children. Ew. She referred to them as a collective, and I soon learned why. We sat in the pitch darkness of the room for a while, the tour guide seemingly um, talking seemingly to thin air. Scattered across the floor were a few toys from previous visitors, like little stuffed lamb, or in a little toy car, and four small rubber balls. Oh, God. The tour guide stated that the balls lit up if you kicked them hard enough, and to test this, I gave one of them a light punt. It took a good kick to really get the other one going, and it seemed to light up the room with pink and blue lights. We sat in silence for a while, just listening and enjoying the atmosphere. There was a very vague hint of light coming in from one end of the room, where a hole. In the wall, let a little bit of light from the outside come in. (sighs) Things got a little exciting when one of the balls started to light up on its own accord. It was the first one that I had kicked, and we were all shocked. After sitting at a rest for several minutes, it decided to light up. I couldn't help but smile. This person's crazy. It's like, this is one of those people who's like, it was very, like, fine.
1: Yeah, it's like a love letter to the fucking demons. Not that there's demons, but like, why are there children there?
0: I don't know. Actually, I mean, I don't know that there, was. there. couldn't have been children if you were like deemed incurably insane. One of the ladies in the room got really excited and started asking if the children wanted to play. Ew! Horrible idea. She rolled a ball across the floor, and when it came to a stop, it started to light up. Shortly after, ew! It was, it was the cutest thing. Miana goes
1: would be like, "Can you stop fucking touching stuff? Stop talking to them. Stop, Shut the, stop, the fuck stop. up!
0: I would have kicked this old lady." Can we leave? What do you mean she's getting excited by the thought of playing with the children ghosts?
1: This is why we're not ghost hunters.
0: <laughs> Suddenly, everything went really quiet. The toys stopped flashing, and the children stopped responding to our little encouragements. We felt a heavy, dark presence. Ew. The tour guide pointed out a shadow on the wall standing at the doorway that we had walked in from. I didn't see it at first, and then it moved with what could only be described as a limp. One of the ladies started to feel sick, so I offered her Uh, It got, it got like, cut off. I think it probably says, like, I offered her a seat. Yeah. I didn't feel threatened by the entities, but I blame my previous encounters for that. Okay, so this person's a ghost hunter. For sure. Down toward the end of one of the hallways, we came across a large hole in the floor that led us to an underground tunnel. The tour guide told us that they discovered the tunnel not long after their initial inspection of the place and had maps to show that the tunnel system actually extended to other buildings that were part of the asylum at the time. From the deep darkness beyond the collapsed wall, I thought I heard a dog barking. It was faint and distant, and the tour guide said that this was a common occurrence, but no one had found any dogs or other animals larger than a raccoon. After that, we started to head back upstairs we heard what could only be described as a deep chuckle before a chill draft swept up the staircase followed by the sound of footsteps. The lady who had collapsed and was breathing hard was, uh, was okay.
1: I'm sorry, she collapsed?
0: I guess so. <laughs> like, what? There was an old elevator shaft and the tour guide actually opened the slat on the door that we could look in. It was creepy and smelled horrible. I'm not sure how to explain the smell, but it was similar to the smell of rotting fruit and urine.
1: So dead bodies. Yeah, there. yeah.
0: I saw that the shaft actually went down quite a bit further to the bottom floor. There was the last stop for the elevator, as far as she knew, and there were no stairs going down any deeper. I could have sworn, though, that it looked like it went down to an even further floor. So they like went in there and had a jolly old fucking time. I like that this tour guide
1: kept chugging and was like, "You're okay. Let's go look at the abandoned shaft." Like, and this yeah, woman's like I'm fighting for a <laughs> literally fighting
0: for her life. <laughs> I'm wondering if like the tour guide was just like trying to. I wish I could have seen it. Like, I w- I wonder if the tour guide was like just trying to push him along, or was like, "I'm used to this. It's like very casual." For
1: sure. And in my mind, the tour guide is literally like home grown tour guide you know like they'll they're like they're like we're gonna go on this tour but like we have to sneak through the security fence you know what i mm-hmm. mean
0: <laughs> and everybody's gonna be really quiet and right. you're not gonna turn your flashlights on until you tell you exactly and when the police come we all scatter yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? good I, I i've never been on yeah that's not true the la- well, the one we went on in seattle it wasn't like that but it was very like right like, just sh- keep going
1: Right, like she's the tour guide, mm-hmm. This is her thing and she has worked out a deal with all these people and like there was that one part where like no one was allowed to like technically go buy that book, right? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And like yeah, I feel like that's what this was. And I just like that this woman is like literally not able to handle it and she's like, Let's keep going. <laughs> and right through here, we're gonna suck it up.
0: <laughs> Everybody's gonna clutch their pearls and hold their little breath and we're gonna keep walking.
1: The fact that, like, okay, it did sound like that person was, like, pretty used to ghosts and stuff, but, like, the fact that all the children, like, stopped answering and stuff and then everyone felt heavy and gross. Yeah, it's like, like the like... children
0: scattered. It reminds me of my old home.
1: Yeah. yeah. With the, the faceless children. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which I actually just think it was the demon. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, think I, I think I said that on the episode, that, like, I think that the demon in my old ho- house when I was a kid used to use those, like, little kids to try to get me to, like, get up and stuff but, and interact with it horrifying and i would just scream i hated it I, hate I did a bad it. job <laughs>
1: you're like fucking put
0: a face on them you bitch yeah i mean i literally the, it's, so it's so weird, weird. actually, actually I, like I was calling it out i
1: don't want that no you don't no <laughs> um, no you could do leave stay at that house
0: <laughs> i wonder how those people are you know what I, just today i went to our page and i clicked the first episode and it was literally on the spot where i was like i don't remember what they're had them having any faces.
1: Yeah, that's so nasty.
0: And you were like, I knew you were going to say that. Of I'm course. Like, i don't, I don't. I can, like, describe what they were wearing. I, I don't, don't want to hear it. Could you draw it? I could. Stop. Um, they look more like dolls than kids. Yeah, that's what I picture.
1: Like little voodoo or Amish dolls.
0: Yeah, like they don't have fingers. Oh. It's like the hands of a doll.
1: That, like, Ew, stop. Yeah, for okay. sure it was like the demon just like, this mm-hmm. is what a kid looks like. You'll play with it. <laughs> I want to go on that ghost store. Sounds like she gets results. Okay. I did a little Minnesota gem since I was just up there. Thought that'd be cute. Um, So I did the Mounds Theater in Minnesota, in Mm -hmm. St. Paul, Minnesota. This theater was built in 1922 as a cinema and vaudeville
0: house. This is the second time you've picked a theater. You did the Rialto I Theater.
1: I feel like, honestly, like theaters, theaters are always haunted. Okay, yeah. Theaters do freak me out. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of stuff happens there. And there's also just, like, a lot of lore around theaters anyway. Mm. Um, So a vaudeville show, in case people wanted to know, um, is, like, a mix of shows. It's basically just, like, a performance stage. So it was home to, like, comedy shows, burlesque shows, song and dance shows. That's what vaudeville means. Um, So that's what it was doing in 1922, as well as silent movies. Mm. Um, It was operated by the Finkelstein and Rubens chain, which I did a little deep dive on them. And basically, they are famous for bringing, like, Minnesota or Minneapolis into, like, the current times. Mm. So... They set up a lot, a large chain of theaters in Minnesota, um, and it was really successful. And it gave access to like movies and entertainment that at the time was really only happening in like New York, Los Angeles, Chicago,
0: and Minneapolis,
1: (laughs) and also Minneapolis. (laughs) They're right there, number four in line, neck
0: and neck. You know, I always consider it the top four.
1: Um, so yeah, so this theater was going pretty strong, um, but it did close down in the mid-1960s and stood as basically this warehouse to this, like, old guy Mm. who kept just, like, um, old organ pipes in there, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classically. (laughs) Um, and then it was bought and started to be restored in 2001 for, like, a children's performance community center. And now they do other more stuff. children. <laughs> yeah, the children are well. There's a scary child in here, of course. Um, but an interesting thing is when restoration began, they found like candy wrappers and popcorn boxes from like 1967. <gasps> yeah, like there was still popcorn on the floor. <gasps> yeah, nasty. <laughs> Whoever bought it like did not handle it well um okay so that's basically it so there's three main ghosts so I've got ghost stories and Mm -hmm. like firsthand accounts but I also have like a general guest like overview so I guess I'll go through the overview there's three main ghosts people see the first one is a little girl um and she is most famously on the theater she's on the stage bouncing a ball many people see her there um, there's a man named Red who a male spirit who's um has been seen mostly heard for vulgar language and um like interactions, so like touching, throwing. Mostly heard things. is crazy. Yeah. And then there's this guy, and I don't know his name, but he is basically a, like, usher, and he's, it's said that he's looking for his long-lost love, which is weird. He's an he's usher also, and also looking for
0: his long-lost love. <laughs> he's
1: got a lot to do in the afterlife, basically.
0: That's horrible. Yeah. Go to sleep.
1: Please, rest. So um, the woman who bought the building in 2001... Some places that I saw said her name was Ruth. Other people said her name was Jackie. I'm going to go with Ruth. Ruth. Um, She has heard and seen many things. Um, And she has invited a lot of ghost hunters, psychics, and mediums to come and investigate the space. She has sat with quite a few of the ghost hunting teams. Mm. Um, She's an expert. She is. Oh, she loves it. She will go on anything. She invites people, all the good stuff. So she herself has seen the little girl standing on the stage, bouncing the ball. She has bumped into the usher while he's walking the aisles.
0: That's my (laughs) hell.
1: Literally. Literally.
0: I don't like these. I literally just got chills thinking about, like... You bump. I mean, the, he probably was cold when she bumped him too. Like, well, for sure. And like, it's not a huge
1: theater. It's very much a small. And you're alone. You think you're
0: alone in the theater, and you bump. it. Not only bumping into somebody in a theater, but when you're by yourself, is already like, what are the fucking odds? Yeah. Zero. Yeah. And then horrifying because it's just somebody else is in here. You're like, oh sorry, and there's no, no one, one there. there. No You're like, oh sorry. <laughs> I would have ran out screaming. If you, that's worst case scenarios. That I, like physically bump into something that's not there.
1: Well, and like, you think about theater, there's so many different rooms. So running out screaming, it takes a while. And it's like, oh. Exactly, like there's so much time for that ghost to be yeah. chasing you. Um, so she led a party of four Ghostbusters is what they called themselves. Um, it's just ghost adventures. I think she called them Ghostbusters. It was really like the Minnesota Paranormal Society. Um, it was Ghoul cool Beans. It was us. I was there. <laughs> and they stayed the night, and she was part of it. And they went up into the projection room. Above um, the
0: auditorium. Yeah, I liked it.
1: And they sat in the dark, um, and it was in October. And they turned out the lights, and they were just chilling. And then... Uh, I guess it got like really cold. Mm. And then all at once there was a noise coming from behind the partition. Uh, this is a quote. The noise appeared to be a man crying. In between the sobbing, we could hear him cursing in a most vile manner, which like horrible.
0: many spooky tears. I a man cr- Wait, wait, wait. wait. How distinct that it's a... I'm like, my eyes are watering.
1: (laughs) I peered through the darkness, and in a swirling cloud of mist, my eyes fell on a man slumbered in the corner. Ruth said the man slowly lifted his head and stared directly at her. Bye. Quote again, his eyes were black, glittering in their swollen sockets. I could feel his anger welling up inside of him, and I knew we were not welcome there. She then goes on to say that they ended the session right then and there and left before they felt it was too late. Like, they Bitch. felt. No, they felt they had a certain amount of time to leave, and they took that opportunity. I, it,
0: upon, se- mine would have been, upon hearing <laughs> the man crying. I mean, think about could it. Could you sit there and deal with the guy cry- crying and, and fucking whimpering and being like, fuck me.
1: Literally, honestly, you know? that sound almost like, vomited
0: onto the microphone.
1: <laughs> the sound I just did? Yeah, because in my head, I'm like, what is crying and like swearing sound like together and stuff? No, and it's literally, it. no, oh. I just heard it and I vomited. You could do it.
0: Okay. It's like, I imagine it's like, <laughs>
1: literally. Oh no, that's so gross. Oh my God, stop. stop. <laughs> I know you stopped already. So, my thing is, like, they were sitting there in the dark chilling. chilling. No, chilling, and nothing was happening.
0: Chilling, chilling, what does that mean? Like, sitting and being scared? Just sitting sitting. and waiting,
1: you know? And then, (laughs) randomly, just at some point, you start to hear whimpering, and then the swearing. Like, that is so vile.
0: (laughs) Think about being in, in, like, going to, even, like, a modern-day haunted movie theater, right? And you can guarantee that you're the only two in there like, top, they had the lights on. They cleaned everything out for you. You, like, you're going in there. You sit in there, and you fucking turn the lights off. I wouldn't. And when, again, this is not relatable because it would never happen to me. But also, <laughs> if it did happen to me, even, the first, like, <gasps> I'd be like, bye.
1: Bye. I bye. Been, bye. I'd be like, bye. was that you? She'd be like, what? And I'd be like, bye. <laughs> My phone flashlight would have been, it would have been literally like,
0: <laughs> I would have been screaming. I would have fucking pepper sprayed us all. Like, I, I
1: can't. No, I completely agree. And, like, imagine being the person closest to whatever that partition was.
0: No. Because <laughs> you know they're the farthest from
1: the door. <laughs> they're like, I guess I'll take the seat in were the corner. Were they at, this,
0: like, the stage line, or were they, like, in the good seats? That no, are, like-
1: they were up in the small projection booth. Yeah, that's where he, like,
0: hovers. My mouth is open. <laughs> I totally forgot that they weren't in the actual seats, which... Honestly, is not as bad. Being in the main seats is way worse than being in the projection room above the the other room. It's so enclosed. How is it one way in, one way out? Yeah. Okay. So then I would not have been that far from the door.
1: I would have been outside the door. I wouldn't have gone in. I would have been alone. I would have been against the door. I need to be in daylight.
0: My hand
1: on the light switch, ready at any moment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like (laughs) (laughs) pincing it. Try me.
1: Flicking it just because no, sure. you saw it
0: for a second. Oh my,
1: ma'am, <laughs> how dare you put that image in my brain? Because
0: that's like a classic movie trope where you like flickering the lights and you see it for a second. Ew,
1: ew. I like literally picture a man like hunched in the corner
0: because that's what she said. Uh. She said she saw it. This is like how I had that like premonition she literally dream of like
1: looked the, into his eyes.
0: The and again, not black. relatable to me. Ew, okay.
1: A man slumped in the corner.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that said naked. A naked white man? Not in this. Is that a naked white man?
1: Who's <laughs> <laughs> coming? Oh, boy. oh my god. Okay. No, <clears> throat> throat>
0: I'm, done. I'm not ready to move on. Okay, from that. please.
1: You're in everything about it. When I was reading it, and I was like, oh, that's a really good one. I definitely have to say that. But, like, reading it and actually processing it, I'm The projection room
0: is so small in any given space, especially in these old-timey theaters. There's almost no, like, I mean, there is no daylight. Mm -hmm. And it's really made for two people. Yeah. And you got already. Damn. You already got. What is it? Three of them in there? Four. It's four. It's double the amount of people you're supposed to have.
1: Technically five because she was there too.
0: And Schlump is six. (laughs) Schlumpy? His name's Red. Red. The Schlump was in the corner.
1: That's so gross.
0: Why was he crying? I don't know, but they said he was known to be like vulgar. He was known
1: to be vulgar. Throws. He's thrown stuff at women before. Doesn't like women. Classic man. Classic. Okay, so Ruth has another experience. She said, I was in here one night alone, and when I turned on the alarm and got ready to leave, something put its hand on my shoulder. It didn't want me to leave. I left. Right. <laughs> Good for you.
0: Horrifying, right? She's the, like, that's, so far, that's the only correct response. Right.
1: No. I can't believe she stared into his eyes. That, like, literally makes me nauseous. This
0: is a very specific thing that differentiates us from a lot of other podcasts. Because a lot of other pods have been like, that's so scary. Like, what would you have done? And we're like, I would not have been in that room. Like, right. Already you're dumb. I would have taken a tour of the theater. They would Absolutely. have dimly lit it. would have been spooky. It would have been like, oh, did you hear that? But I would have never fucking volunteered to go into the auditorium, um, into the projection room with all of us in there, close the door, turn the lights off.
1: What if you were there alone?
0: No, I wouldn't be there alone. <laughs> like what if I'd have a fog light? What if we,
1: we were on the other side of the door, right? They're like, no. oh, who wants to go in alone and like sit there nor, and see if you see anything?
0: No, <laughs> mm, no, not going. I'd be like, you can't, you couldn't, you'd have to pay me. How much? 50 bucks.
1: That's not a lot. That's to three. see Schlump in the corner, what he starts like getting up.
0: <laughs> First of all, I. It, how long do I have to be in there? That's going to change my price.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how long it takes for him one to get One minute. One minute, $50. How about 10 minutes?
0: $3,000. <laughs> that's quite a jump. I don't give a fuck. That's, and that's enough for him to jump me. <laughs> that's so, fair. That's fair. Ew. Uh, I hate it. How okay. long could you get paid to do one minute?
1: Honestly, probably Nothing.
0: You would go in there for one minute with the lights off?
1: No, ma'am. I would not go in there for any amount of money. Oh, oh.
0: you're like I would do it for free. Oh, so I thought you were trying to say I'm like, okay, no. Okay, bitch. no, let's no, see it. No.
1: I don't think I would be able to like physically put myself in the room.
0: I'm telling. I know we would approach it, and I would just have to be like, I'm actually done now because <laughs> I've heard the. Tales
1: I've spent the three thousand dollars, and I'm leaving. And
0: Ruth is like, you don't want to go in the projection room? You think Ruth's old? She's not. I have no idea.
1: Ruth's old
0: as dirt.
1: Okay. <laughs> Ruth is the man in the
0: corner. She like put on a vaudeville show. That's part of it. Oh my God. She's an icon, part. a legend, and she is the moment. <laughs> so um, a retired
1: engineer, Kasami, describe. What?
0: What part <laughs> do you want me to repeat? The
1: whole sentence.
0: We're 1,000, Kelly.
1: (laughs) A retired engineer that used to work there named
0: Kasami. 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 Kasimi. Well, how's it spelled? (laughs)
1: C-O-S-I-M-I. Kosami?
0: Kasami. Kasami.
1: Oh, so the very first thing I said. Yeah,
0: it is. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Kasami. Describes himself as a complete skeptic but has admitted to hearing things and seeing things out of the corner of
0: his eye. Fucking Tony. Such an old man,
1: like, I've seen some stuff.
0: (laughs) I've been some places. But I've smelled some (laughs) smells. Certainly smelled some (laughs) smells.
1: The police chief of St. Paul in 2001 said they have been called there many times, and he himself has seen flashing lights coming out of the projection booth.
0: I don't care about him. All right,
1: that's fine. Two images were taken of the stage from an investigation, and again, like, it's usually just Minnesota
0: Paranormal Society. Yeah, they also run tours, so it
1: could have been from there. Um, in one image, you can see a man sitting in the audience, and he has a bald head, but, like, no one's there, obviously. And in the other, um, it's of a completely empty stage, and you can see the slight image of a bushy-haired man leaning behind a counter, all of which are not on the stage.
0: There's, like, so many haunted theaters in Minnesota.
1: I just feel like every theater's haunted, honestly. That's the vibe I get Even from the them. AMCs.
0: <laughs> Mostly the AMCs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this is a collection of investigator stories. Heard. So Mary is what they have
0: named the little girl. Um, Sick, disgusting, nasty, horrible. yeah, 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 yeah. She is Mary and Sarah. She oh yeah, horrible names. Um <laughs> sorry Mary and Sarah.
1: <laughs> sorry Sarah Mary. Sarah Mary Jones.
0: <laughs> Sarah Plain and Tall. <laughs>
1: um so there was a 6-year-old girl that was murdered in the basement of this theater oh. and her body was found naked in the <gasps> dumbwaiter in
0: 1957. She was definitely yeah. That's
1: yeah. So oh they believe that the little girl ghost, because it's such a presence there, Jesus. they believe that she is one of the, like, she is the little girl ghost. There was also a picture of, like, the dumb waiter, and someone took it, and there was, like, weird blotches on it. Like, not blood or anything, but, like, on the photo. Stain. Mm, Bl- orbs. She is known to giggle, hold people's hands,
0: hmm.
1: play with people's shoestrings, and if you sing, you're, if you're happy and you know it, she will either sing with you or clap. Like, how oh. horrible. I mean, like, that's I'm where the conjuring got it. So for sure. sorry. Oh, for sure. I see your tears.
0: Because <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I'm still obviously very like Team Mary. Right. Like, like it hold it my sucks. hand, girl. Yeah. Like, that, honestly, I would be like, something's holding my hand. But I wouldn't be as freaked out because I'm like, oh, it's this little girl who was really, like, tall. And it's so fucked up that real world ghost rules. Why does she have to be there?
1: I know. Why like, can she, assault Like, her fucking yeah. assaulter should be, like, strapped
0: strapped Like, the Drake Hotel, the lady in black, yeah. who killed that mom and daughter, she's, strapped, She's like, there forever.
1: And I think that's cool. I think when you told that story, I was like, that makes no sense. But honestly, that's beautiful karma. Like, what, you're fucking stuck yeah, here. Yeah,
0: like, I think that...
1: Right. Mary should be in, like, Nirvana. So one investigator asked if she wanted to play with a ball, she asked the ghost, um, and rolled it across the stage while they were sitting on the stage. It went quiet when the group heard something like a stone being thrown down onto the stage. Nasty. As they were looking for the stone, the stage lights, it was completely dark when they were in there, the stage lights went up and went back off. Everyone in the building was on that stage.
0: I'm feeling like nauseous because, like, that it's the projection room. I'm getting serious. tears. The projection room is so fucking haunted. Oh, for sure. It's just the projection room, actually.
1: (laughs) It's just him. Um.
0: Ew, everyone, imagine, and then like looking around and be like, who's not here? Your first thought is like, who the fuck? Which one of us is up there? Who did that? You know? That's your first thought. It's like, okay, which one? And then (laughs) me slowly getting off the theater stage. She's
1: like, I gotta go, guys. My mom called. It's time for dinner. Gotta dip. (laughs) Um, Later that same night, the same investigator who asked the little girl if she wanted to play was sitting in a chair near where the ball had rolled, and it moved as if someone bumped into it, but she was the only one over there.
0: Okay. Yeah, right? Very
1: casual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I mentioned, Red was the ghost that has been known to touch people, mm-hmm. get mad. Mutter. Yeah. So a volunteer, which was actually kind of weird, she was like kind of boasting about her relationship mm. with Red and was saying that like she hears him swear a lot. They like joke around a lot. So she'll be like, okay. oh, swear for me. Blah, blah, blah. You're in swear. love with Red. And she said that he often, like, touches her. And she used the word grope, which I you dislike. You like it. Is this ghost. rude? <laughs> no, it's a volunteer that works the there. The volunteer
0: was is attracted to Red, the schlumped man.
1: Literally. But um, several people have confirmed, like, having things thrown at them. Well, I think one woman got, like, something thrown at her. Um, but a lot of people have confirmed that, like, they've been touched by a ghost. Not inappropriately.
0: This woman, This woman. It's not, it's not inappropriate for her. She loves it. Um, well, what if she doesn't? Let me not. She
1: said, she was just like, he likes to touch a lot of people and I'm one that he touches a lot. And so it honestly sounded pretty um, disgusting. <laughs> you're weird. I was like, this is a diary entry. And I you feel kept sick. It
0: to you, you could not have fucking waterboarded that information. out. <laughs> you went there with the intention of getting a little busy,
1: with little red. Literally. She's like, it's been a while.
0: <gasps> <gasps> Do you... Do you Know there's like a whole community of people that want to fuck a ghost so bad. Yeah, we've had this discussion, have we?
1: Yeah, and I would. I asked ask you, you that was not your answer the first time we had I've this conversation. I had this, You're this podcast like, for absolutely. Roll
0: the clip, I will, I will find it. <laughs> in Insert the clip for you.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be you like, I'd fuck a ghost. <laughs> That's what's gonna come I, up,
0: and I feel differently now. Yeah, I think I've had the pod long enough where I'm like, no, no, oh,
1: ma'am. You think inviting it into your home is bad? You're inviting it to, into your body.
0: I didn't invite shit, <laughs> but if the opportunity had presented itself, that's what I said. Insert the clip. <laughs> All of a sudden, you remember saying. It. I don't. I'm hoping that's what I said. <laughs> I don't fucking remember. that. I, I probably clip did say. And I you're ghost. like, I have fucked a ghost. <laughs> this is my fucked ghost. Come on in. Literally. Oh,
1: my God. Um, An investigator caught an EVP in the booth where Red is known to hang out. Yeah, I fucking bet. They asked, what's going on in here? And a male voice said, you're overwhelming me. (laughs) Which looks like... Honestly,
0: pop off. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, Yeah. been there. Will be there again. I'm there right now. He didn't have the ability to, like, or the verbiage to say overstimulating. (laughs) That's overstimulated. Although he overstimulated the fuck out of, well, not over, he stimulated the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> but the whispering, the muttering, and the swearing.
1: <laughs> Obviously, he's overstimulated. Give him a break, damn. And so, for the final thing that's happened there, there were a group of um, investigators that went into the basement, which is the same place where the body was found. Um, <laughs> And I guess they were told to leave, or they felt like they really had to get out, and as they were leaving, someone got scratched, <laughs> and when they looked, it was a huge claw, like huge claw marks down their back.
0: Oh, uh, that's not scratch. No. Clawed. <laughs>
1: they, they were clawed.
0: It's the pitchfork again. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you did just, like, slowly
1: dragged. <laughs> um... And yeah, so that What if it was tic-tac-toe? <laughs> I pray to God the O's won. The X's? That they has haunt to me. be a bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give me that one. I liked it. <laughs> um, so plays in for porn. Plays and performances are still currently held here.
0: Oh, my God.
1: It can be rented out for events. Hello, wedding venue.
0: Hello. (laughs) Hello.
1: Red will officiate. They offer ghost tours on their site, and Halloween is when they regularly have ghost tours. So for anyone in the Minnesota area, St. Paul, this is the Mounds Theater, and go get groped by a ghost.
0: Wow. No, I'm glad you went second. That's yeah? really good. Yeah, thank you. Spooky spooky hated the singing.
1: Yeah. The happy and you know it is and the worst like, part. What's worse? Her clapping at the end or all of a sudden hearing a child singing with you?
0: Uh yeah, clapping, but also what's worst is red. <laughs> For
1: sure. The the horrible.
0: Yeah.
1: No. I I Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I don't like that. It's definitely the um You okay? <laughs> it's definitely yeah, the sitting in a quiet room and then all of a sudden like everything happening at once.
0: Yeah, or being oh. on stage with the light turned on. Honestly That's really bad. Because when the light comes on when you're on stage it's actually a like blinding. Oh yeah. And the fact that everyone's there now, it's horrible.
1: Well great. <laughs> this was a lovely podcast <laughs> a lovely episode. Time. Local lore, if anyone has anywhere they want to hear about, they know of a cool haunted place, you have ghost stories, please send it in to goolbeanspodcast at gmail.com.
0: If you um, want to follow us on any social media, we are on Instagram and Facebook, but mostly Instagram. Yeah, at cool Beans Podcast. Yeah, DM us, send us a little something. Yeah, just talk to us. Mm-hmm. Tell um. us about like your own ghost stories. People, like, you know. people you know, people you want us to roast or ghost. <laughs> yeah. Um. Any uh, coffee recommendations? Definitely, especially around just like the Chicago area suburbs. Yeah, we will drive. <laughs> we will drive.
1: I'll go to Wisconsin for like a dope ass cup of coffee. How? But it better be really good. And it must be like southern Wisconsin
0: because <laughs> I <don't> want to <laughs> drive that far. <laughs> Not for a day. Yeah. But for like a trip, trip. Yeah. That'd be cool.
1: We're going to Indiana soon. Tell us anywhere near the border of Indiana. Uh, around South
0: Bend-ish. Yuck. Let us know.
1: But yeah, um, just just reach out and like us and rate us on wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: So thank you for joining. And spelling the, the ghoul be perfect.